This week is a good one, guys. I've got one of my good mates on, John J.C. Curtis. If you don't know him, he's an exceptional human, born with a severe disability that rendered him a double amputee. Mate, don't pity this guy. He's about resilience. He's got his trainer with him, Mark Matthew. We're going to talk about how they beat the shit out of each other each week. How do you train, John? I don't even really like the idea of going to train with him. Let's talk about how he motivates the world. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast, bringing you everything you need, want, and should know about health, fitness, nutrition, and training. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hydroxyburn Clinical, the powerful brain-boosting cortisol-reducing thermogenic formula formulated to optimize your day, improve productivity, assist weight management, and combat the negative effects of daily stress. Hydroxybone Clinical contains a clinically charmed dose of Blue Ness, an innovative extract that comes from a special type of lemon balm grown only in Bavaria, Germany, and proven by in vitro studies, human studies, and phytochemical investigation to have positive effects in less than an hour. Hydroxybone Clinical is your key to reduced cortisol and stress levels, mental focus and cognitive function, high-performance memory, activating your metabolism. What does this mean? If cortisol is reduced, the metabolism is activated to burn fat, which supports the formula's thermogenic effect. Two tablets every morning after food to boost more than your mood in as little as one hour. Welcome to Body Science HQ, the home of fit, happy and healthy. This week, I have two very extraordinary people. Two, one and a half. Get it right. One and a half. Well, the big mouth (laughs) is John J.C. Kudis. And if you want to look John up, at John Kudis, C-O-U-T-I-S. That's his insti? That's your insti? That's my insti. Mate, don't jump in whenever you're ready. Okay, or John Kudis. He's never usually short for words. Seriously, yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Never usually short for words. Or JohnKudis.com. Com. And with him, we've got Mark Matthew, owner of well, Wicked Bods Fitness Centre, I yeah, should say. That's the website Center. for everyone. And if you're looking to have a chat with Mark later, it's at Matthew Wicked Bods. Yep. Is your Insta account? Yeah, yeah. Guys, the reason we got these two together, JC is a good friend of ours. We turned 18 a year ago. He was a man we got in to come and talk to our team. We love him. He's been sucking down certain parts of our SUPs for a long time. <laughs> Still haven't uh, made me grow legs like the promise. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing out the leg one soon, mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. The reason we, we've put this together, like, if you want to see JC, talk, go and pay for it. But on the (laughs) podcast today, we've got him with Mark. Mark's his trainer. And you might wonder, how do you train JC? And I'm not just talking about his personality there. I'm talking about, you know, the physical aspects of training. John would be something that would be quite difficult, Mark. What made you take that project on? Not not so much difficult, Greg's not so much difficult. It's just the limitations. A lot of people put limitations on themselves. JC's probably puts less limitations on himself than what what an able person would. We just, we put our heads together and and come up with a few... uh, few different things and we should his box yeah. my box <laughs> you want to expand on that at all yeah. well, you want to elaborate, uh, elaborate on that look one of the tell things me that, something or yeah. <laughs> one of the things that that i love about mark is that he's ready to try something different okay he literally thinks outside the square and not you don't get many trainers whether you're training able-bodied athletes or spazzer like spazzers like myself will think that way mark will he'll, he'll will think literally outside the box and and come up with these things and while it's grueling and punishing for me, I absolutely love it and I enjoy it. And, you know, we might do it for a week, we might do it for two weeks, and then he'll chop it up. He puts no limitations on himself either. Absolutely. Whatever I try and throw at him within reason, he'll do it. Whether someone has to stand up and do something, he'll lay on his back and do it. He'll do something completely the flip side of what anyone else would do it, but he just makes it work. Like the ropes. You know, we do the ropes. You've got a rope at each end and you whip them. I've no- seen it on your Instagram. The, no- the normal Upside down on a box. Backwards. You know, backwards overhead. <laughs> like, you know, if you think that's easy, people, try it. Go yeah. and try it. Well, there's a reason when you asked me to come and train with you that I didn't come. And still. Yeah, you it, still it haven't come. Yeah, what that, the hell? You, 
you've been, video, you've mate, been, you've been booked. You've been booked in about yeah, nineteen. I've had times. about like six years staff come along with me, and the boss, our mate, is still dogging it on me. Last minute too. Last yeah. minute. Yeah, always, oh, yeah, always, always last minute. Never yeah. gonna do that night before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for, for those of you that don't know, John was born without the lower part of your body. Do you want to tell us a bit about? Oh, that, mate? no, well, I, had I had my legs. You had. Yeah, they were all deformed and bent out of shape, yep. a bit like your nose. And I chose. They, they never like ever frogs were. legs. They were like frogs legs. All the knees that my my hips were inverted and my legs put out sideways instead of down. Okay. Uh, and they went across another half a body on each side and that's where the kneecap was. All the skin was webbed and brought my feet back around to meet almost perfectly in the middle right in front of me. And one month before my 18th birthday, I decided to off they go and got rid of them. So the feeling was very limited that I had. At that stage of my life, it was uh, it was the best decision I've ever made. Straight down the butcher shop on the band, so off they went. Then I took them home and gave them to the dog and he loved them. You know, I'm, so. I'm sure when you speak to you... <laughs> And look, for those that don't know, John has spoken alongside US President Bill Clinton, Richard Branson, and even the late Nelson Mandela, mate. Yeah. So you are well known for talking about your story. Yeah, yeah. Look, I've been very fortunate, Greg, to to share the stage with some very high-profile people, some very well-known people. Look, I, I love it. I think what I like the most about it is that every time I get up on stage, I'm out of my comfort zone. We'll never know exactly what we can get out of ourselves and out of our bodies and out of our minds unless we can push ourselves or do push ourselves out of that comfort zone. So many people get relaxed, so many people get easy. Like even for me coming here today, I was out of my comfort zone coming up those 605 stairs that you had for me. Yeah, we normally yeah. do these downstairs, mate. Yeah, so. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Waited till I got all the way to the top. <laughs> there was no that no mattress at the bottom in case I fell, nothing. There was no safety net. Just get up there, you dog. So. And they used to have carpet on the stairs. And they, yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> it's about getting out of that comfort zone, you know, physically, mentally, socially, to really push yourself. And is that how you two got connected? Like you thought one day I, I want to do a little bit more I want, I want to be trained or did you just walk into each other did you know each other How I used to do a lot of training many many years ago and, and you, were I quite, uh, you were quite strong on the bench weren't you I was yeah I was uh, competition weight I was weighing 39.2 and I was benching 145 strength something he doesn't lack yeah yeah. but and when it, you carry yourself around on your hands your whole life I yeah. guess you, you want to be strong so you were yeah. 39 kilos benching what 145 wouldn't be many people looking at those type of odds <laughs> when you put that out no you? no well I mean we went to the com, uh, the, yeah, the com games at Ron great thanks yep. to Dante to put the com games on here and I went and watched the the weightlifting the the Paralympic weightlifting that was on and the guys here that were weighing there was two classes it was under 75s and over 75s and the guys that were under 75s that they were benching like 210 wow. it's incredible it's, it's incredible a really food. amazing really really yeah. amazing that's raw strength too, absolutely yeah. but look Leanne actually we we moved down Leanne's here. wife Leanne my beautiful wife we moved down here to the Goldie three and a half years ago and and we were looking for a gym and she went for a walk and and found uh, wicked bods on the top of Max Brenner. What a great place to have a gym on the box of a the top, on the top of a chocolate here. And she went up there and had a look and she came back and she said, Geez, I just went to this gym and met this guy who's an ex rugby league player. And of course, I have a big passion in rugby league. And she said, You should go and see him. And well, I went and saw him, you know, and bang, we've just been mates and training ever since. Yeah. Mark, and one, you've been very vocal about qualifications and, and people in the industry. I had a bit of a look yesterday. Mm. On, do you want to touch on that? Like, I'm just super passionate about the industry. Like, there's probably not a lot of people that stick in the industry as long as what I have 20 I think I've been in there 21 years or 22 years now just to watch it uh, to watch it change has been uh, yeah it's been it's been quite quite strange to watch it change over the period of time it used to be quite difficult to get qualified when we were there back in the day yep. it'd take you six months and uh, and you had to cover everything I had to be a robots instructor and a gym instructor and a fitness instructor all an aqua 
aerobics instructor all in one, you know. But now, you know, you do a two-week course, you know, you've got the same qualifications what I have over that period of years. It's, um, you look like an aerobics instructor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. In, in Lycra, I look a lot more like one. But no, it's just, and I think social media has brought the, the you know, it's changed a lot as well. It's changed a lot of perception of the, uh, of, of the fitness industry. I care about the consumer. I don't care about the, the trainers so much. I just don't like people. You know, you've got to do a four-year apprenticeship to cut someone's hair. You've got to do a four-year apprenticeship to cook someone bacon and eggs, you know, yep. as a chef. Yeah you can do a one or two week online course and call yourself a fitness professional like it's not fair for the consumer because the average person doesn't doesn't know you know i just try and encourage more people to to ask people for their qualifications and show what they've done and try i can't change the industry on my own even though i'd love to but yeah there's a lot of holes in it it's the governing body's fault it's not the trainer's fault it's yep. just you know it's it's a it's a money thing there's just so much money involved now with the old with the education side of it that they're just they're just pumping them out like it's uh, it's no tomorrow yeah it's like these backyard pop-ups greg you know there's backyard pop-up mechanics there's backyard pop-up of you know like hairdressers as mark said and are you gonna take are you gonna go and take your car that you love, that's your pride and joy, that gets you from A to B to a backyard pop-up. Are you going to take it to a qualified mechanic? Your body's got to be the same. Are you going to go to someone who's had their qualifications or got their qualifications in two weeks or go to someone that knows the industry, that knows the business? I know where I would much rather be and it's not a backyard pop-up. So, Mark, you started playing um, rugby league as you touched on before, John. Yep. Who'd you play for? I was taken from the country when I was a young fella from a little country town called Milton Alladulla down in New South Wales. I was taken out of there when I was 16, 15, 16 and went up to the Roosters. Played a couple of years in the Roosters. and then He's loving this weekend yeah this year's good there i still love the roosters and then i went to uh super league i was the only roosters junior that super league signed probably the worst thing i've done great great year for the for a career probably wasn't the best <clears> and <throat> played the year in 1997 uh, with super league with cronulla and then uh, and then i went over to south after that and that's the year we got kicked out of the comp they got kicked out of the comp yeah so then i went up to uh contract with problems through, through that and went up and played a year in the Mackay competition that was supposed to be the toughest probably the toughest football i've ever played in my life actually up there i know a few players and a few people that know rugby league some expos luke reynoldson and a few of those boys they were in there that year as well and they were comparing it if not putting it above you know the reserve grade in in the big leagues those days so I had a year up there and then linked with the cowboys and then yes yeah, done my knee had three knee reconstructions straight one up the other up there that'll slow you down yeah it doesn't help yeah, fuck me up there I wanted to borrow one off JC, but his was no good either. So, <laughs> so mate, you've you've been quite you've had quite an, ex, an exciting career when it comes to, and I mean, there's a long way to go, but you've you've. I don't know how there's not much longer to go, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about what you're doing soon. Actually, yeah. relates to uh, changing the world. You found yourself at one of UK's most exclusive health clubs in Kensington. I did. Yeah, that was I. I'd finished football and I started doing this with, with football as well. You know, when I went to the Roosters, they make you do something to further career you know if you do get in yep. trouble so that's how i got into the, the gym side of it in the first place then when sort of my career finished i tried to get away from football for a little while so i went over to perth for uh, six months worked in the gym over there and then uh, come back and i still done my head in a little bit so we went to i went to japan then and lived over in japan for 12 months and done some training and ran a ran a club over there actually ran a strip club over there for 12 months which was quite interesting that's when i learned to do the half month. working for the <laughs> working for the yakuza but it uh so yeah then i come back and i moved to Brisbane actually to get right back into the career again and yeah. had an offer then from a gym over in uh, in the UK which was Holmes Place Kensington at that stage and it was classified as the number one gym in the whole of the uh, of the UK that and Chelsea Club sort of was the, was the two then so yeah I went over there and it sort of yeah changed my life forever over there yeah we had some great people in our in, you know in our gym they're only human they I didn't treat them any different than what I'd treat anyone else it's um yeah we had everyone from Madonna to you know Reese Witherspoon to Jim Carrey to 
to L to Adam Clayton to everyone in the, in that gym. So it was uh, yeah, it was a great experience, and I got a lot of travel through those uh, four four and a half years. I travelled a lot with clients and and got to see a bit of the world and made a hell of a lot more money than what I make now. But you now the the pound was three to one then, so I paid charge sixty pounds an hour then, so it was one hundred eighty dollars an hour. So nice. when you're making one hundred eighty an hour and doing sixty sessions a week with no overheads, it's not it's not that hard to make save a bit of money. Jeez, so. what brought you back to Australia? The weather. Believe the it or not, yeah, really? solely, yeah. solely the weather. Yeah, well, I just, point, I sat down at the bottom of the stairs at the gym, and I, and I used to just play little games with myself and watch people walk down the stairs. And we were right next door to Kensington Palace, so we had some windows. But just, I felt like I was becoming one of them. It was just miserable. Yeah, just there was just nothing to be excited about. So yeah, I couldn't. That's the only reason I come to the coast because I just, I said I'd never live up here because I like to come up here for holidays. But yeah, after being living in rain for four years, it was uh, summer's fine. Summer's yeah. good. You travel all over Europe it's awesome spent nine weeks a year in Ibiza with clients and Copenhagen with clients and but the winter you don't like to travel with clients with the snow and stuff like that you're sort of just a babysitter really so so how are you training these clients when you travel are you you're hitting hotels with gyms are you getting out oh just a lot, stuff, a lot of functional yeah, stuff yeah depending who you're with but yeah majority of it functional stuff and there's gyms everywhere we go there's gyms in Ibiza and you know there's gyms in Copenhagen and stuff like that but a lot of functional stuff depends who you're training or who you're training or what they want to do as well a lot of them don't don't want to do too much but well, can I ask you about that can i ask you about the gyms in like ibiza and copenhagen are they like body beautiful so do they train they don't train like we train or are they more like like mirror stairs and stuff like that you, you mean the people in the, like the, the local people in, people the, in gym. the gyms yeah, over there yeah, yeah. There's, like nah, the, 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 the gyms, yeah, well, they come from everywhere. Yep. So there's a vast majority of people. If you look at someone like Ibiza in Spain, they're, yeah, they're from everywhere, you know. So, right, so, but you look at somewhere like that that's very uh, materialistic there. There's mm. some, there's mm. definitely some beautiful people in there. You been there, mate? No, mate. I'm not beautiful enough Can to get to Ibiza. Beautiful? Yeah. Let's talk about training JC, mate. How do you look at that? Like, you meet JC. Not, look, I, the reason I'm harping on this, I know that you've done some really good things in the past with car crash victims and, uh, and a whole lot of things down that mm. path. You're obviously very educated. What I want to tell you is like for, for someone who's, you know, a young, inspiring PT or trainer mm. and someone like JC walks in, I mean, seriously. Uh, really? Oh, sorry, I fucked that up. It's someone fucking, like JC. Like looking at me. I've seen you. Rolls on in. How do, <laughs> what are you saying? He's put on weight. <laughs> yeah. You're losing at every angle here. How many days were you away? Yeah, too many. Seven weeks. Okay, well, there's got to be five, four or five kilos in that. Yeah, there is. So how do you look at someone like JC? And I mean, for the for the average fitness guy, a lot of PTs are struggling to not be on their own phone when they're training someone, mm. let alone, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I've no, it is a negative. Of, don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, I've done a negative. lot of talking to a lot of yeah. people recently. They want to get that out of the industry. JC walks in, though, and, you know, you got the first thing I'll be thinking is, oh, my God, how do I do this? Like what? Mm. And then I'd like to talk about how you two actually work together to get that plan because, I mean, it can't be just your plan, Mark. It's mm. got to be a joint no, plan. No, that's for sure. So how, how do you look at someone like JC who's – and you're, you're lucky. The guy is so motivational. If anyone ever gets to speak – Oh, yeah. Or, or Again, you speak about YouTube, limitations. Yeah. What's your YouTube channel called? Uh, John Kudis. Get on board, have a listen. You'll understand what we're talking about here. But how do you address someone like John coming in? Over the year, and I think that's the big problem with the industry is that getting back to what we spoke about before, they're doing these online courses and then they don't further, they don't mentor, they don't further their career in any which way. Yep. And then so they're probably actually becoming a worse trainer as they go on. And then the longevity of it is not very long anyway, you know, yep. so if they get to five years, they're out. But I spent a lot of, I've spent a lot of time and, and been lucky with the clubs in London to, to get a lot of education throughout America and, and the UK and, and I'm forever trying to continue to, you know, to learn as well. So that side of it, 
is just it's good for me it's a challenge for me to see someone like jc it scares me not one ounce you know it's uh i can come up with things it's just a matter and he's got no limitations so it's just a matter of physically if we can do it there's been a, there's been a heap of things that we've tried to do that we can't because we're both a bit crazy but yep. it's uh you know sometimes we think we can do more than what we can but that's all the fun of it. and what and, are you looking to get out of a trainer john oh well obviously fitness and health is is the main thing i mean let's face it arms aren't built to carry your body around yep. you know they're, they're not legs i'm nearly 50 I just turned 49, and I, I think that my arms have done extremely well considering the only injury that I've really had in my arms uh, is that I, I've done my ligaments in my right thumb many years ago, but I've broken my left elbow twice. And, and Shit, that would have slowed you down. It absolutely did, mate. Slowed he me went around in circles a lot. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> swim or anything. It was terrible. <laughs> so I, it really was very, very challenging for me. But, you know, I thank God and touch wood. I stay away from those injuries where my shoulders don't pack in, you know, my elbows and wrists stay as healthy as they can be. I, I do have a little bit of an issue with my neck, and that's because I'm looking up at everybody all the time, the angle that I'm looking up. I remember the first time that I met Nelson Mandela. You know what he did, Greg? One of the very first things he did was he actually came up and sat on the floor with me. Less than 1%, 1% of people will come up and sit on the floor with me. So I'm always looking up at them. I mean, if you look at Mark, he's, he's a strapping young lad. You know, he's well and truly over six foot. And the closer he is to me, the, the bigger the angle it is for me to look up yeah. see so i think that's why my voice is so because i'd much I provide rather... you i provide you with a good view a lot of the time though <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would much rather be you know four or five foot away and and boot my voice out rather than so do you, what do you up. do you prefer to look where you're looking at me majority of the time or my head your head. Your head. Yeah, right. most certainly. Sweet. Yeah, not the little pinhead. <laughs> you know, but, For um, those of you that don't know, majority of the time I'm actually straddling JC standing over the top Absolutely. Of you know, there was one time there in the summer, um, it was a freaking hot day and you would, your sweat was dripping down on top of me, dripping into my face. It was yeah, he absolutely loves it. He gross. was licking his mouth. Yeah, right. And then I had a look and he actually didn't wear any jocks that day and was teabagging me. You know, he's crusty he nuts were hanging out. Was coming you know, off his <laughs> Absolutely gross. He thought the sweat was coming off it his forehead, but it wasn't. But look, to, for Mark to do what he does and the way that he trains me, and, and if you guys want to get onto my YouTube channel or, or check out my Instagram at John Kudis, there are many videos on there of, of me boxing and doing other things and what Mark has in store for me. And they are very educational. I mean, even you sent me a video the other day of, of, a, of a young black fella with no legs doing box jumps. That was incredible. And, uh, absolutely. Un ask Joel. Uh, ask, yeah, ask Joel how, how yeah. it is. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Joel, mm. JD, the word Come and struggle. He, he come and train with me. Ask him. He really struggled to do it. Roscoe, yep. come and train with me. He struggled. And this is why you won't come, because we know you're going to struggle. I've watched so many videos. But, I, but no, look, in all fairness, in all fairness, I'm going to put the challenge out now. So make sure, Morks, that this goes on. Okay, I'm going to put the challenge out Again. to you now, youngie. I want you to come and train with me so you know what it's like. So you and, know we, and we've brought a BOSU ball and everything in with us. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do. I want you to come and have a go. Just just one time. I want you to come and have a go so you can see what it's like, so you know, so you can appreciate. Like when you do do your garage session. Why don't we just get him to climb you know, up the it's stairs? Not actually, yeah. It's not actually we, you I'm afraid of, JC, just it's, so you know. It's yeah. much faster than that. Yeah. It's too bad, Jay. But, you know. Look, I'll wear undies that day. Yeah, I'm very happy. And, look, Mark and I have struck up a really good makeship as well, and that's what forms in these situations, you know. So for Mark to get out of his comfort zone, because it's not easy for him either. I mean, he's bending down over the top of me yeah, and Yeah, positions you're not used to too, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Like or, his or diaphragm. Used to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like his diaphragm because he's, he's leaned over, you know, holding the 
dad's in front of me. His diaphragm can't open up. And Do you want to explain properly. what you're doing here? Like when you're talking about this, like what, what are you doing when you're boxing? I'm laying on a bozo ball and, and I've got boxing gloves on. Mm-hmm. And Mark's got the, what do you call them, pads, mitts, Mitt. mitts on. And, and he gives me combinations and stuff like that. I lock my feet under JC's. Under, under my stumps under to, hold stumps to hold him yep. where he is. And then, and then we get into it. He gives me combinations and stuff like that. And then also he hits me. I've seen me. him give you combinations. He's not gentle. Oh, no. He, 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 well. he, he, gets, he gets not happy if I'm gentle. No, I'm not. I've seen hit, when you've dropped your arms a couple of times, you bring them back up pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I tell him, <laughs> if you're going to hit me, fucking hit me. He does. Don't, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. You know, don't treat me like I'm a spazzo. Freaking get into me. I'm one of your mates, you know. Yep. And I mean, you're if, so going to go and bash me, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you do that in the gym, I mean, you know, you duck and weave and bob. Obviously, I can't do any of that. So yep. I've got to brace myself. That's all core workout. You know, it's all balance. It's all core. And and I, I really like, so I go home, I've got a few bruises. Who cares? I'm freaking, I've enjoyed myself. Yeah. And that's what it's about. And for Mark, as I said, to get out of his comfort zone. The hardest thing for me is when, if I'm, which I don't usually make too many mistakes, but if I do, <laughs> he smacks me in the balls. Yeah. I do. That's, that's a little Every thing. Every time. Every time he misses up, then bang. <laughs> Flick him in the dick. Oh, I look at the same height. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually struck up a pretty good, pretty good relationship with it. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Dick flick. Two heads facing yeah. one another. Yeah. So are you guys training when everyone else is training? Are you doing special sessions? How's this work? Train at the and he loves it. He loves it when other people he loves showing yep. off. Yep. He, uh, Never noticed he, that. No, he, he just he's comfortable when there's people there. Yeah. And so am I. And it's it's good. It's it's good. It's but good for know, everyone. I, I find that's good for the other people. He's you know? been great for the you know, for oh, he's been great for a lot of people, but even within my gym, my gym's a hell of a lot different than other gyms Absolutely. as well. We have my gym's a community, you know, it's like one big family. It's it's just not like other gyms so he you know everyone everyone knows everyone by name they all love jc and and no he's not there's no pity or anything for him. absolutely they, not. they uh they know that he goes as hard as what anyone else goes and we've had a couple of the boys saying oh, come on you gotta do better and then next week i'll make them train with me and yeah they don't we've, say we've anything quite a few nice you know they zip it up so. so how long are you guys training for when you do train 40, uh 45 45 45 yeah and what do you want to talk through a basic session with john what, what, what might Mate, it can like? be numerous events yeah. if we're doing our strength he, it, it's nearly like a, it's nearly like you know the average person's training session Except but squats. but it, but it'll, we don't do many lunges but it's uh Ass of the ground. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got good technique. Yeah. <laughs> Sits back in the seat well. Yeah, dude. But no, it's whatever you throw at him. We just, it's its not a matter of what we do, it's how we do it. That's exactly so right. He can do everything from overhead pulls to cable flies to everything, but it's us making up our little jigs to, you know, to make the bench work and ch- changing a BOSU ball, turn the bench around the other way for him to do flies. He can get on the Smith machine, he can bench press, he can. You know, dips and all that he, sort he of stuff. He can do dips. You know? it's, yep. just, it's, just, it's just us. We just play around with it. And if you've got someone like JC that's got no limit, you just do what you want. The only thing, again, that I said stops us sometimes is physically we just can't do it. Yeah. yeah. If I told him to do, you know, something that that he's not comfortable with, then we just don't do it. Well, most of the time I'll try. Like I'll. I'll yeah, that's the worst you. thing about him. He'll try. You love anyway. training, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. He loves challenges. Yeah. yeah. I, I really do. Like I, I said to Mark, one of the, I, I want to get myself fit enough, and I'm a long way from it at the moment because I've just been on tour for seven weeks. But I want to do go and do the stairs at Karumba. You know, like I would love to do that. You know, I, I think you know. I remember Princey telling me, you know, shit, I've got to go and do the stairs at Karumba. You know how hard they are. I would love to get myself fit enough to be able to go and do those stairs. At, 
at Corumban and yep. then take my like time myself to do it and then in three months later go back and do it again and better that time and then three months time go back and do better that time you know I, I want to be able to do all that because 30 years ago Greg you know you showed me that guy doing those box jumps I would I'd be jumping off a table like this I'd be running up and down those stairs at Corumban I mean my dad he, he built a two-story house and put stairs in it without a lift you know because he didn't they didn't treat me any different and that's where it all come from yeah that's, yeah, that's you, where he gets his attitude so from you now. accept the challenges in front of you I still remember my dad you know if there's an obstacle in front of you your next action is going to determine what it's be if you turn around and walk away it becomes a problem and the further you walk the bigger the problem it becomes but if you stand there and face it you work a way that you can get around it get over it get under it or, or now my way bang straight through the bloody thing and that's that's life just get on with it mate get on with it he likes to be the same as us maybe that's why you smack me on the balls all the time because you smack yourself on the balls a hundred yeah. times a day <laughs> how does that work mate like from a, from a medical point of view you going yep. training do you have to go see a doctor before you start or did you just go fucking I'm doing it myself like I got really sick a few years ago I was in a coma for a month I actually died oh, yeah, really yeah and I didn't even know I was sick we were actually on we were living in Brisbane at the time we were on holidays down here at, at Burley and I said to Leanne it was a Thursday and I said to Leanne I just don't feel right and she said come on I'll take you to the hospital well thank god she did because if I stayed in the apartment that night I would have died in the bed next to her so she took me up to the hospital and I don't remember anything for a month I was in a coma I died twice my family was told eight times that I wouldn't survive I woke up Christmas Eve and I woke up to the sounds of, of what I thought were poker machines I Jing, thought, jingle bells. yeah I thought I fell asleep in a, in a club somewhere and they were poker <laughs> machines but it was my life support system going off and that's what it was I thought you were going to say something really happy then I was seeing yeah. it coming down with any <clears> bells <throat> or something uh, look my, my respiratory system has let me down big time you know absolutely let me down my lungs are operating on about 23-24% so that's why when I sit down I can't sit up straight like you guys because my I don't have any lower thoracic spine so it stops at the base of my ribs so when I sit up straight my kidneys and my liver get pushed up into my rib cage and into my lungs so when I sit down I've got to lean forward and like I do like if we go out for dinner like you've seen plenty yep. of times that I've got to sit on the table to make it you know obviously comfortable for me because if we can't breathe funnily enough we're fucking dead so and we just got to do what we got to do so my biggest challenge is, is probably my respiratory system and carrying this extra weight which I'm doing at the moment is not good for me not good for the respiratory system so you guys so. were joking about the few kilos you put on no I'm very serious no, yeah, no, no you were joking about before but what are you going to do like how do you hit him up what's what's the plan here Take the diet coke off him. Take the coke off him. Yeah, it's the. Okay. He's got the same problems yeah. as everyone else, but he yeah, lo- yeah. he loves his Coca Cola. I haven't had any for a while, which is really good. I, and like since I've been back, I've dropped three kilos already. Yep. It's what you put in your mouth. It really. As soon is. as he makes says you don't change nothing, nothing will change. Soon, yeah. As soon as he comes back and has a bit of uh, accountability, he makes his change. Really a bit more discipline. He makes his changes and and he's alright. But he, it's hard for JC to burn calories like everyone else is as well. Like from day to day, you know, he's uh, he he doesn't get those calories burned. We just get walking around all the time. So for me, my biggest thing I do every day is climb, climb onto chairs, climb onto tables, climb onto the toilet, climb into cars. I climb, climb, climb every day. You know that that's my biggest form of exercise. Him, him compared to us, we you could probably say that we do we, we cardio train all day. The average person because we walk and things like that. Yep. But he's nearly doing strength all day. Mm. Yeah, he's he's cardiovascular. He's he's it's a lot difficult. To, to, to gain more than these uh, especially with his respiratory system as well but the boxing's uh, the boxing's, the boxing's good, good for it yeah, the boxing's yeah. good for his breathing you enjoy the boxing? absolutely love he it he loves yeah. the boxing absolutely love it I think it's uh, for me one of the best forms of cardio that, that I've ever done so it's a, it's a pretty much a cardio focus for you because he's 98% strength already like you do it just a lot oh, of stuff yeah, we, cover, we cover, we cover a bit of both as well, we, we, put, we, put, we dominate we do dominate with his, with his boxing A yeah. he loves it that much and B it's for me I think it's uh, the most important 
important thing that I need to get through to him because he's, yeah. uh, as you say, his his respiratory system can become a health problem, not a visual problem. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, if I if I get the slightest cough or wheeze, I'm back up at the hospital straight away. Okay. So I really got to look after The stronger we can make that. It must know. be a tough gig with the travel. <clears throat> Absolutely, especially the airplane. You get sick all the time on airplanes, mm. you know. So, and you know what makes it good is that my very dear friends here at Body Science who I on a being an ambassador for supply me with all my good stuff that I need to make sure that I'm on track all my vitamins you know all the, the stuff the bars and the drinks and everything that I need come with me everywhere I go when he goes for me he just goes to pit stop but and stop and have a leak all the time now how does to hang in every car to have a leak all the time and Mark you've got a uh, food planning business is that the right way, word to use here uh, oh I think they're on... called many different things now. pre-made meals I pre-made think meals is a way better way to say that. and <laughs> you're looking at him from a 360 degree view here you're, are you doing eating the meals and doing the training. Not JC, JC's got to be a little bit more careful what he eats as well. Yep. Absolutely, yeah, I so can't just put all this stuff into my body. Uh, he, because it just comes out. I end up with yeah, Johnny. He Cash. has to eat very, very plain food. So the spices and that are probably not, not that we best. couldn't cook for him yeah. whatsoever, but it's uh, or or adapt for him. But yeah, he's sort of got the the he's he's very limited in sort of what he eats. So he's, he's I'm a very plain eater. Stuff, yeah, I have to be. Pat. I can't run to the toilet like you. Yeah, because you know you're constantly on your gut, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. If he so. ate it, if he ate one of our Szechuan chickens or beefs or something like that, it, it, it's no good. Can. It's no good for him. It'd be, yeah. day, it'd be days out of action. And that's not good. I'd lose a bit of weight, but not the right weight. So what's the next big thing for you two? You're back. You've been away. So yep. well, he's been busy. Yeah, it's the busiest I've seen him in the four or five years. That I, we've been I've been together. on the road. I've just come back from a seven week tour. Did more than seventy speaking engagements 70. in seven weeks. Yeah, you want to mm. chop off your legs and come and join me? No. Yeah, I was going to get Joel to come, but he's as weak as water. You wouldn't be able to handle it at all. <laughs> His beard's too heavy. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm actually having a little bit of rest and relaxation from tomorrow. I'm actually uh, being signed on to fish in the Flathead Classic, the Gold Coast Flathead Classic. Oh, nice. That's yeah. his other passion. He loves his fishing. I love my fishing terribly. It's, it's really your swimming. Good. I'm like a bloody brick, mate, straight to the bottom. Yeah. He freaks so, out to just quietly. He doesn't like talking about it, but he does. Okay. Mm. His wife loves telling the story. Yeah, of course she does. Bloody <laughs> rap bag she is. When you call shark when he's in the water, he freaks out a little yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> or when I call shark in the water, everybody gets... <laughs> And I drag myself out of the wall. People shit themselves. Holy crap. You know? We've read tracksuit pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, actually, I was at the beach. Actually, at Surface Paradise last summer, I was at the beach, and, you know, water's up to my chest. This guy thought it was really deep and dived straight in. You know, he nearly fucking killed now himself. Now he's on tour with him. <laughs> but look, I'm, I'm fishing. I'm fishing the Flathead Classic. Then I've got a little bit of time at home and got a few little local gigs and that to do. And then I'm off to Darwin to have a look up there and do a bit of stuff up there. Yeah, nice. And come back at the end of the year. See, we, we fly out to China. At the end of the year, I got a ten week tour over there. You do a lot in China. What's happening Absolutely. over there? Absolutely, I got a ten week tour over there. We're having a white Christmas in Beijing this year. It's going to be extremely good, extremely good. I've just signed a, a long term deal or a three three year deal with a, a company over there to do a lot of educational gigs. That's going to be excellent. Looking forward to that. Speaking of gigs, you've you've talked to the Wallabies before games. You've toured with the Australian cricket team. You want to yep. talk a bit about that? Yep. Well, some that funny really stories good. about you on airplanes, I hear. <laughs> Look, we're on our way to South Africa, actually. And actually, sorry, it was on the way back from South Africa. And, you know, flight hostesses, they can either make you have a great flight or you can have a real shitty flight. You yep. know, it's all about their attitude. And yep. if you get some really good ones, it's a fantastic flight. Anyway, we were sitting uh, on the plane and I just so happened to be sitting next to Swerving, big Murphy Hughes, right? He's a bit of a larrikin. 
everybody knows bourbon. He's been moustache. <laughs> Absolutely can drink. And his hostess comes for us, and she's been a bit of a bloody buggy, and she wasn't in a shitty mood, you know. She had a big day. She had a big day. She might have a big night. And I, I said to the boys, look, let's try and put a bloody smile on her face. You know, cheer her up a little bit. What can we do? And all of a sudden, it's gone quiet. And I've turned around, and I looked at Merv, and he's measuring me with his hands. I thought, <laughs> what the bloody hell are you doing here? And he jumped up and he's pulled the pillows out of the overhead locker, picked me up and shoved me straight in there. <laughs> and I'm in this overhead locker and I'm in there for 35 minutes. Youngie, That's wrong. It? We've hit turbulence. <laughs> Can't so do it wrong. these days. Oh, yeah. no. And back then I was a lot smaller. My weight would be able to handle it now. But And I'm bouncing around because we've hit turbulence. And then she's come back and she said, oh, where's John gone? And Merv said, oh, he's just gone to the loo. And she's bloody started yelling. Well, the seatbelt sign's on, you know, you can't bloody go anywhere. And Merv said, oh, well, I can't get up to get a pillow. Can you grab me one out of the other? <laughs> so she, uh, she's opened it up, and I've actually fallen out on top of her, and she <laughs> fell on top of Merv, and Merv thought that was hilarious. You know, you know, did it, she it, laugh? She did laugh, oh, and, it, and it put a good smile on her face. It's all and, worth it. Oh yeah, look, it was, and 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 she came up at the end. When Maybe we she just hadn't had anyone on top of her for a while. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she came up at the end. What, what would you call that? A two and a half hour or what? <laughs> one and a half. Well, Merv's about the size of three. You know, Merv's about Merv the size him of three. Maybe two. But look, she apologised for for the attitude that she had and yeah. things like that. So you change a lot of attitudes too, don't you? That's your thing. Yeah. Look, that's what I like to do. Yeah. You know, we, I don't want people's disabilities to be their attitudes. Yeah. And a lot of it is. You know, it's opening your eyes, taking off your blinkers, and fixing that attitude. I, I enjoy doing that. I enjoy that challenge. Enjoy and you're talking challenge. a lot about mental health and anxiety and that type of thing these days with the way the world's going where everything's so connected. We're, we're just going to – we've got a big charity thing coming up next month about that. We're going to do a big charity thing in the gym about that. Which charity is that? You're going to support We haven't decided yet. We like to do it for the non-for-profit ones. So we'll, uh, we'll look around and see the – I don't like to just line uh, some organisers' pockets. I don't like that with the charities these days. There's a lot of charities there that are in it for all the wrong reasons. You know? Yeah. Mm. I, I, it's, yeah, it just infuriates me. That's another thing that they need to change the governing body of. But anyway, but so we, we like to just do it for the non-for-profit, make sure that the actual people that are suffering are actually getting something yeah, out yeah. of it. So we've done a big one for domestic violence last year and that was huge. and yeah it was big and then the uh the homeless people yeah so we haven't picked a uh we haven't charity picked yet. a we haven't picked a charity yet but yeah we'll probably do that in the 20th and next uh, next month but you wheeled a wheelbarrow good. last year didn't you that was for the homeless people yeah, yeah. well that was we we're talking about before billy cross and that they do one every year for the rosies rosies, rosies yeah rosies. but i look after a few of the home people and we'll try to in town as well that get around town and they're always pushing their little trolleys and everything around and they had a, the big drive to uh, bring in all the food and all that sort of stuff so I said oh stuff it we'll just we'll just wheel it from here you know if, if yeah, they nice. if they wheel mm -hmm. their stuff around then we'll just we'll, give, we'll say we've we only had 24 or 48 hours to organize something we had four wheelbarrows so we just wheeled them over to Southport and I mean it's not a big deal I think a lot of people just need to look out for more people than what they uh, absolutely what they do it doesn't take too long it gives you an inner happiness when you look after others it most certainly does mate you feel good at, I mean I've, I've experienced <laughs> your officialdom when you are doing when you are speaking oh uh, yes you definitely feel the, the crowd it's not it's not about you it's something that you bring a lot more than hey i've just gone through my basic speech i've done a thousand times over and over you know you touched a couple of people in my business in a in a really special way when you singled them out and one of the guys there still got the 50 dollars note you signed for him in his wallet every yep. day you know that's one of his things remembering yep. that he can do it if he needs to and good so just tipping back on that the aspect of what like we're keeping you fit for a reason because you've mm. got a great message to share with the world Yep. Do you want to talk a little bit about your message here, mate? Like, do you want to... One of the things, Youngie, that I think that we're lacking today 
is resilience, right? It's such a powerful word. And the I big... I just did a session with Dan Conn on that. He's a massive person with resilience. So yeah, people, well, maybe people, we can... People, you know, people, give up, people give up in every facet. Yeah. Absolutely. It doesn't matter whether it's... These days, doesn't matter whether it's relationship, training, work, everything. They, they, there's an old saying they don't make them like they used to, but it's... JC is 100% correct. There's, there's very little resilience these days. When we were raised, we dropped the apple in the dirt, we picked it up and we still ate it. You know, we, we drank water out of a hose. You know what I mean? We pay more for our bottled water than what we do for fuel. Some in people our won't drink water now if it's the wrong brand. You know, that's exactly <laughs> right. Okay. So, but you know, the, the thing is with resilience is that the kids that are being raised have no idea what resilience is because parents aren't teaching them resilience. Parents aren't saying, well, mate, you know, fucking who cares? Just dust yourself off. Get up and have another go. Right? We're too busy handing out ribbons to the person that run last. Why? Because we're too afraid to freaking upset them or not make them happy. For God's sakes, you want a ribbon? Run your ass off. Yeah. You want a ribbon? Do what's right. And if you didn't get a ribbon, work fucking harder. Make it happen. You know? Don't, oh, you know what? It doesn't matter what I run. I'm going to get a ribbon that day. Or it's pretty hard, even. It's pretty hard to even get kids to run these things. Oh, With so, so, social media and, and the electronic side of it now is just oh, crazy. Yeah, we didn't have that when we were kids. Yeah, no, none of that. There's no mental toughness with... Absolutely. No mental toughness with, with, I think, younger people in general now because they can hide behind a keyboard or they can hide behind their phones or whatever it is. And no, there's zero mental toughness. But the, the parents are breeding them that way, Mark. They're, they're wrapping them in cotton wool. They're wrapping them in bubble wrap. Now they they, they fall down the freaking grumbling stairs in bubble wrap. They're never never gonna get uh, hurt. You know what I mean? Rip the bubble wrap off and take mm. off the bloody cotton wool and push the buggers over. Break their arm. No, don't go and break their arm. But let them hurt themselves. Let them know that you know what that's gonna heal. I'm gonna be okay. You know, being called a name like you want to know, mate. I've been called a million names in my life. Am I fucking dead? No, I'm not. We get up. Names don't hurt that bad. Sure, it's not nice, but deal with it. The biggest problem that this country's going to have is that these kids that have been raised in with bubble wrap and cotton wool, they're going to run this fucking country and we're going to be pushed around by everyone else because they don't want to be bullied or, or they don't know what resilience is. What sort of country is this going to become? You know, we we got to teach these kids it's okay to stand up for yourself. Yeah, that's the you problem. You know? They're, 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 Jeez. They're not allowed, no one's allowed to do anything that we used to. If you get bullied, you had a fight, you got over and done with, yeah, you're not contained violence, but now now you can, they got all the cyber bullying and all that social media and all that sort of stuff. There's no release from it. They don't get Absolutely. They don't get released at school. When we were at school, you used to, you had a, I left school when I was quite young, I was 14, because I used to fight all the time for the bullet for, with the people that got bullied. But So our principal would turn up one day and he called mum and daddy and said, Mark does the right thing the wrong way all the time. I love the kid, but you can't do what he does. No one else is going to stick up for him. You know, they can't stick up for themselves. Yep. But every kid that I used to fight because of it, they never done it again. Mm. But now there's no accountability. They're just with the social media. If we had a fight with an argument with someone at school, when you left, you went with your mates, you went surfing, you went to footy training, you, went, you didn't worry about it you come out the next day. Now there's no release. Two o'clock in the morning, you're still getting, you know, they're still getting messages and, and abuse now for people. It. And then you yeah. wake up, and you're going straight back to it. That's why I'm so anti the bullying and the suicide and anxiety rate and things like that. Well. There's a big reason for it, you know. You know, there's all these campaigns. Is this bullshit happening overseas? Like everywhere, you're doing a lot of it's everywhere. in China. Like you're doing a lot of stuff. It's in China. everywhere. It is, and, yeah. and that's and this is what we're not preparing people for, youngie. Is that you know, all, there's all these campaigns. Let's stop bullying and blah. We will never stop bullying. Let's get serious, okay? Bullying will not fucking stop. Yep. But what is going to be better if we teach people how to deal with it? The reason it won't stop is because it's in schools. It's in the. Is it any worse than what it's, it used to be? That was just people just no, can't the, deal the with thing it. That, the thing that's 
words, it's just yeah, social media aspect. But bull- the bullying the comes from top ends now, anyway. Like billing, <laughs> but it comes from the government. Have a look. Have a look at our politicians. Parliament. You know that some some people fight with each other. You, you know, in in, in the different you know? the different departments of you know whether it was whether it's police, this that. You, you, it's coming from everywhere. It's, it's not, not going to stop. It's not going to stop. But we, so we we got to teach the people how to deal with it, how to handle the situation instead of trying to rub it out, which we've been trying for the last ten years to stop it. It's not working. So let's look at other factors. Okay, how can we handle the situation? What can we teach our kids coming through the system? You know, it's sure it's Maybe bad it's being called bullying, but it's hard it's, it's not the worst thing that's going to happen to you. Sticks you and know? stones may break Sticks my bones. Sticks and stones. That used to be a great yeah. old saying. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. You know, like for God's sakes, let's take off this bubble wrap. You went through really? some bullshit as a kid, didn't you? Do you want? I got to... thrown in the bin for Christ's yeah. sakes. I got thumbtacks pushed in my hands. I got friggin'. My, my feet got cut open during an exam. Like, for God's sakes. You want to swap people? Come, get up here. I'll swap any day. Being called names is nothing. You wouldn't you swap know? them now anyway. Oh, no way. But I, you, know, you know what the scary thing? You know the real scary thing is that I would go through it all again to be right where I am right now. Absolutely. I love hearing that. I have a beautiful life, mate. And not one thing, not one thing, youngie, has been handed to me on a silver platter. I've had to fucking work for everything I've had. I, I don't even know what a silver platter looks like. I've had silver. to work for everything. It's silver. <laughs> it, looks like a, it looks like a plate and it's It's silver and it's a plate. That's a footballer sense. I'll show you. I'll show you. Can show we order John a silver platter after <laughs> yeah. this? Or can you just bring one in? Greg's lunch is probably on my Yeah, probably. <laughs> ไอ้เหี้ยเหี้ยเหี้ยเหี้ยเหี้ยเหี้ยเหี้ยเหี้ยเหี้ยเหี้ยเหี้ยเหี้ยเหี้ยเหี้ยเหี้ยเหี้
you know, fantastic that I come up with. It's just a form that we've been doing for a long time, but it's the same as F45s and stuff like that. So yeah. we just, fast lane is just a high intensity workout um, for 50 seconds on, 10 seconds off for 10 stations. Yep. So it's it's 10 minutes, one station, then we have four lanes of it. So that's hence what we call it a fast lane. Yeah, so now we're branching off to not only be the, uh, like a high intensity class, it can be same format structure can be most. So we have fast lane fighter and, you know, kettlebell classes and all that sort of stuff as well. But again, our gyms just, um, it's a little community. People push each other, and yeah, we 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 got a busy gym. But I've had the business here now for fourteen years. So yeah, you know, I've had the business since I first come back from London. 14, 14 years this year. Next month, I think. So I still got eight people that I've trained for fourteen years that uh, that wow. started. So there's eight of them that That's I've. A testament, isn't it? There's eight of them that I. Eight of them. Is it a testament that they're not training hard enough and they're not? Yeah, they haven't got the, they haven't got the results yet in fourteen years. <laughs> mate, that, you keep walking in and setting set goals. <laughs> yeah, mate. We just encourage people to just. I'm pretty old fashioned. Like you get what you see with me. So we just encourage people to just just rip in, have a go, don't make excuses, and you know, there's no use blaming us if you're not making excuses, if you're not eating your right foods out and it will give you every tool to get what result you want but you can't blame us if you're not doing that you know what excuses are i'm they're keen for, to hear what your version they're of for people that don't believe in themselves that's what they are so my challenge to you right now is that next wednesday <laughs> the third let's see in the wednesday the third you're going to be in wicked pods gym and service paradise above <laughs> we're going a few rounds you're in i mean yeah. but actually you need to come along and video it i thought he's going right? to tell you, you to do, do it, it as yeah. well with your with your boots on yeah <laughs> Those beautiful purple boots. <laughs> Are they still capped? Not yet. I know you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm looking forward to having a train with you. I, I just love what you guys do. I've never, I'd never seen it before. Like when you first said to me, check out some of these training videos. <gasps> what would that mean? Two, three years ago? Yeah, three mm. years ago. Three years ago. Yep. I just was like, I'm never doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and you stuck to your word. <laughs> I stuck to my word. So, I've only asked you 55 times. I'm not sure times. about lying on my back doing ropes behind my head. That's going <laughs> to, I'm going to find muscles. Just, no, we'll, we'll do easy. We'll just do boxing on that day. All right. Right. The last just thing box. I want you to do is go easy on me because you said that because I will never live that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. It's going completely against what he always didn't go exactly. on absolutely and I'm sure that won't be the theory when I hit it anyway <laughs> he's shitting himself already look I've got a little sweat going yeah <laughs> I'm more worried about Mark standing at the top of me with no yeah. shots on <laughs> <laughs> gotta go down and get him a nice pair of so small shorts yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. speedos yeah just drop it out the side then <laughs> so any throwaways boys like anything you wanted to like last words of wisdom there's been a fair bit of it through this already I just Look, we've covered a lot of stuff, mm. okay? But I'm sitting here right now with, with two guys that have greatly influenced my life in similar ways, but yet very different ways. I, I think the similar ways are the gratitude, the kindness, and everything that you both have uh, have given me over the years has been great. Obviously, great, you know, with the, the wonderful supplements here from BSC and to, to be part of the BSC family is, is an absolute privilege. We love having you on board. You know, and, and look, I, I love it. I love ringing up the girls and, and straight away... I am a little bit disappointed that I still haven't got a pair of socks yet. So, you know, I've seen on Insta everywhere and all over social media, you got these BSC socks. I've got fucking nothing. Absolutely nothing. What are you holding your hands up for, for socks? Yeah, that's it. Well, we should get some gloves done, actually. Can you so, get some? I'm going to put some on his ears. <laughs> Make sure they're big. Look at the size of my ears. White or black? Uh, white. That's right. And, and then obviously, Mark, you know, with with what he does, <laughs> I had to tuck him straight into my dacks, you know. So, and then with what Mark does for me, you know, on the fitness side of things, and the health side of things. Like I've done a lot of training, as I said, and I've trained with the New South Wales Institute in, in past lives and the Australian Institute and stuff. And 
but the physical training that, that I get to do at Wicked Pods is, is something that I actually look forward to it every day. And I think uh, only out of the three years that we've been training, I think maybe that I would have cancelled maybe three or four times, and that's generally because I'm stuck on the can. I can't get off. Or <laughs> I don't think I've never, ever not turned up. No, you love Because training, I, I, even when I'm a little bit crook, you know, in fact, it's only ever been if I'm stuck on the can or I've got a stomach strain. That's the only times that I've not turned up. Yeah. But even I, that, you train through that for And even now, I did, I, I train through it because I, I just love it. I really love it. And, you know, Mark's like a brother of mine. And, and it's good for his mental state too. Yeah, Absolutely. It's good for everyone's mental state. Everyone in the gym, it's good for Mark too. You know, I'm very grateful to the pair of you for the way that you've both taken me under your wings and, you know, we're, we're together. So, and we're going to punish you next Wednesday. Just remember that. <laughs> what, what was that date again? Yeah. Don't <laughs> worry. Morgs has got it, mate. She's got you all sorted. I'll, pen, I'll pencil it in, but it's not like penned in. Next Wednesday. <laughs> Lock it in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what time do you want to do it, mate? You need to check your calendar. Yeah, I'll check See the what calendar. Time. Yeah, make sure yeah. you tell us. Oh, mate, I, I think we've covered everything. Yeah. I just like to keep it real. and That's it. My message to anyone is keep it real. Don't put limitations on yourself and... Uh, and yeah, just have a go. Yeah, speaking of just keeping it real, if you don't mind if I have the last word, is that there? Well, you're always going to anyway. There you was. We both knew that was happening. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's an old saying you go out there and you give it 110%. I fucking hate that. You can't give all that 100 You can't give 110%. What are you going to do? Chop off someone's arm and take it with you to help? You can't do that. But you know what's better than a fake 110%? The real 100%. And no matter what it is you choose to do, no matter what what shoes you are wearing at that time, you got your sports shoes on, you give 100% in sport. You give your... Your work shoes on, you give 100% of your work. Take responsibility you know? for your own actions. Absolutely. I think there's, too, there's too many... And 100%. There's too many people and too many 100%. facets that don't take responsibility for their own actions, yep. whether it's in the gym or work or anyone. You know, if it's you, too easy. To you, can't, them, you can't give 50% and expect 100% results. Mm-hmm. You, must give, you must give 100% Absolutely. to get 100% back. Absolutely. So thanks. Man, Thank I you, love mate. It. So if you hit it in Surface Paradise, you're coming up for a holiday, you're travelling internationally or over Christmas, New Year, wickedbods.com, can we uh, can we walk in and have a session with you? Come guys? in and see us, mate. We're yeah. happy to help you. Yeah. Right about Max Brenner, mate. Well, it's in the middle of surface, isn't it? It is in the middle of surface. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Chevron Renaissance. So anyone up on the Goldie will come to the Gold Coast. You can book through wickedbods.com. Yep, yep. sweet as. John Curtis, if you want to jump on YouTube, just type John Curtis. It's John Curtis or, or across all my social media at John Curtis or websites, johncurtis.com. That's all being revamped and all brand new as well. Yep, perfect. Yep. Great. Yep. So look, you put up a daily motivational thing on YouTube. Is that right? Or try to? Try to. Yeah. On Insta, I do. Yeah, on Insta, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I catch on Insta. Insta. That's at John Curtis. Uh, at John Kutis, that's it. Yeah, that's yep. J-O-H-N-C-O-U-T-I-S. Time well spent if you are going to waste it on social. Something. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the gym, guys. Have fun. I've really enjoyed talking Thank to you. Thank you, mate. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Yeah. See you on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see you, mate. See you, mate. G'day guys, John Kudis here. You might know me as a guy with no legs that rides a skateboard. You've seen me climbing shelves in Woolworths or Coles or whatever supermarket I might be in. If you're looking for a little bit of inspiration, please get onto my social media, johncoutis.com or across uh, Instagram, Twitter, any of those things. Just look up my handle, J-O-H-N-C-O-U-T-I-S. That's John Kutis. If you're passing through the Gold Coast, whether you're on holidays or coming up for work and you're into your health and fitness, you're looking for a gym. There is no better gym on the coast than Wicked Bods Fitness. Situated in the Chevron Renaissance Centre in the middle of Surface Paradise, it's one of the best gyms on the coast. So make sure, get into it, get up there, lift some weights, pump some mind, get that attitude going. You know why I love it? Because it's where I train. Wicked Bods Fitness Centre, Chevron Renaissance, middle of Surface. See you there. Today's podcast was brought to you by our partners in Fit, Happy and Healthy, ASN, Nutrition Warehouse, DY Discount Vitamins, Fat Burners Only, Evelyn Fay, Mr. Supplement, or find a retailer online at bodyscience.com.au forward slash retail. Tyler's.